Hello and welcome to the One Awkward Podcast. So, today I actually have a guest here. Do I say your name or not? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can say my name. My name is Blaine Dorsey and uh, I guess I'm the first guest on the One Awkward Podcast. I'm I'm very glad to be here. Do you want to shout out to your own podcast? Yeah, we'll we'll give a shout out to my own podcast. You can um, find it on Apple yeah, you can find it on Apple Music, you can find it on... It's on every major streaming site. It's on Spotify, it's on Apple Music, it's on, you know, uh, Google Play Music. You can find my podcast on every, um, on every thing. It's the Controversy, The Controversy Podcast, and that's what mine's called. So, today, with having Mr. Blaine Dorsey on, we are going to be talking about controversial subjects... In lieu of the, in lieu of my own podcast, we are going to do. Hey, you know what? This kind of works actually. So yeah, this will be good. So uh, we were talking a little bit about uh, what we were going to talk about briefly before I hit the record button. But um, so just to retouch, uh, we were talking about abortion and how uh, all these laws are banning abortion mm-hmm. what we think about it there was actually a recent news story about this woman being charged for manslaughter of her unborn child being killed in alabama where the laws are the strictest um figures i think with this is the, so the whole story is the pregnant lady was the aggressor correct right yeah yeah the pregnant later the pregnant lady was the aggressor she was the one who um you know she was the one who started attacking first and i think part of that issue is is they may have pulled the gun out they may have pulled the gun out in self-defense and shot but i think assault and battery and just assault and battery maybe felony assault and battery is probably a better charge than manslaughter for you know, for your unborn, unborn child. I just feel like that maybe we don't charge her for the manslaughter of her unborn, unborn child. Maybe we just charge her with, like, felony assault and battery for the actual assault that she committed. Because she did attack the woman. So, I think maybe that's a better charge. I don't know. Right. Like I said, it could be a gray area because she did push herself onto it. I'm not sure. That's that's a that's a rough one. The whole thing basically started over baby daddy and uh, escalated into... The pregnant woman aggressing onto this other woman who had a problem with her. Mm-hmm. And then this woman, out of fear for her life, pulled out a gun and shot her. Yeah. Killed her baby, but the woman who shot the gun didn't get charged with the manslaughter. It was the woman who aggressed. Who was charged with the manslaughter. And I think we've come to a mutual agreement that... That's kind of like a gray area whether yeah, she should have been yeah. charged for the manslaughter part. That's a rough one. Definitely the assault. Yeah, she should definitely be charged with assault. Because if she was the... <coughs> if she was the aggressor in the situation, then she deserves to be charged with assault. If she hit first, then that's... That is assault. I mean, that is what it... Do we actually know if the woman who pulled the gun got charged for anything? It doesn't say anything got, about the woman who got charged with the gun. I can pull up an article, though. She Hang just... Uh, I think... I mean, obviously, I don't know. But I'm pretty sure she just was in self-defense. So she didn't get anything. But, um... 
The only true victim in this was the unborn baby, says Lieutenant Danny Reed. What? (laughs) Excuse me? Someone got shot and someone got assaulted. I believe there's a couple of victims involved here. Now, yeah, I don't know about that one, Lieutenant. That one doesn't seem to... The unusual case comes amid a heated debate. Uh, uh, I don't think the other woman is charged with anything as of right now. No. Doesn't look like she's charged with anything as of right now, but that could change. You know what I mean? The more they look into the situation, it could she could be charged with, you know, I don't know, something. Maybe, right. I don't know. See, that's the thing. I can't think of... A, I don't. I can't think of what to charge her with if you're not going to charge her with the manslaughter because she shot the gun. So if you're not going to charge her with manslaughter, there's nothing else. I don't think there's anything else you can charge her with. She didn't attack. She shot the gun. So, I mean, and she wasn't the aggressor, so there's no assault on her part besides. I mean, maybe you could, you could probably charge her with um, attempted murder. I mean... She did shoot at the lady, so I mean, maybe you could charge her with attempted murder. I'm not sure though. I, right now, she's not charged with anything. But the other lady has been charged with assault, battery, and the manslaughter charges for the unborn child. So that's our thoughts on that situation. Tell us your thoughts on my social media pages. I have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I think that's it. But um, go check me out. One awkward podcast. Shout out. (laughs) Shameless plug. Another thing that I had mentioned that I think will be interesting to talk about since I don't think Mr. Blaine sees me eye to eye on this is, is esports considered a sport like competitive gaming? For me personally, I think it should be considered a sport. A lot of people can argue their own cases. This is just my own opinion. Uh, I think anything that can be played competitively in, like, a professional, like... Right, like a professional setting. In a professional setting can can be be considered a a sport. sport. So you... Okay. So, look, I'm on the other end of the spectrum here. I think it's really cool that they consider esports an actual sport. I think that's kicks ass I think that's really cool but at the same time I don't completely agree with it because I don't think it is a sport you know what I mean like I like I said I could pretty like I'm not going to exert myself playing a video to me a sport to me what qualifies as a sport is you have to have some some movement some sweat has to be you know what I mean you gotta you gotta get in there like marching band people say marching band is not a sport it is 100% wholeheartedly I think marching band is a sport because you're out in the sun. So I had a guy go blind one time. He went blind. Like he, like he, he was like um, band director. He was like, "Yes, I can't see." And the band director was like, "Maybe drink some water." I don't know. <laughs> he was like, I, he he waved his hand in front of his face. He's like, "I can't see anything." I was like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> like I'd never seen that happen before. But I'm not gonna. I mean, I guess if all things considered, I don't go blind while playing a video game. You know what I mean? Now, I understand that in a professional setting, there is more, like, you know, it's it's more of a stressful environment. I, I, I do understand that. But at the same time, I also feel like, you know, we could just have esports and not have it considered <laughs> a sport. You know what I mean? We could just call it esports. The reason this specific topic has come up in my mind is because there's a rising in, like, CSGO, League of Legends, uh... Overwatch. 
things like that. Uh, kinda. <laughs> I guess. There's been a rise in those, like, competitive games, and, uh, I really do think that it's considered a sport. Blaine, One on, of those on things the other is hand. not like the other, though. You know that. Like, CSGO has a very dedicated following, along with League of Legends almost has a maybe even more dedicated following than CSGO. Then you said Overwatch, and I was like, eh, maybe not a lot of people play that anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't really... I mean, they're coming out with like a... What is it? They're Overwatch 2, right? It's like a yeah. Left 4 Dead type scenario. I don't, I don't know how to feel about that. I don't... Like, yeah, I don't know what they're doing either. But, I mean, I'm... I, I, I'm interested in the game, to be right. 100% honest. Like, Overwatch, it sounds cool, Left 4 Dead with Overwatch characters, but then again, I'm like, if I want to play Left 4 Dead with Overwatch characters, I'll probably just play Left 4 Dead. Like, with a modification or something? No, I'll just play Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead's probably just a better game. You know what I mean? Like, Left 4 yeah. Dead 2 is really fun. I, I love Left 4 Dead 2. I've so. actually never played any Left 4 Dead game. They're super, real, they're super fun. They're really good games. Left but, 4 Dead's um, really fun. There's another zombie game that's really good. Dead Rising, you ever played any of the Dead Rising games? Mm-mm. Those are kind of, uh, you know, they're all right. I like, I just really like Left 4 Dead and Dead Island. Have you ever played Dead Island? No. Dead Island's really good. Dead Island, Dead, Dead Island and Left 4 Dead are, are good games. Another thing to bring up is the legalization of marijuana. Another thing that has come up in our uh, U.S. economy. <laughs> Yeah, another thing that has come up in our U.S. economy where if we make marijuana legal, the economy will do so much better than it's doing right now. The, I don't understand where they come from with thinking that, like, ah, man, it goes it goes way back, you know what I mean? Like, it goes way mm-hmm. back to researchers in the 80s, like, you know, testing with marijuana. And some guy said he, tur- he, tur- he, he hallucinated that he turned into a bat. If you were smoking pot and you hallucinated you turned into a bat, your shit was laced with something, my man. Like, you you were smoking acid or something, dude. Like, that's not what pot does. It doesn't make you think you're a bat. It's not, that is not what it does. So, yeah, your, your drugs were laced. Like, you, had, you smoked something that wasn't pot if you were doing that. It should be legalized because the government can tax it. And people will be fine with that because they have the security that is legal. That's it. <laughs> they have the security that it's legal. That's it. Like, they're not going to get charged with a felony. They're not going to get charged with a misdemeanor. You're not going to get right. charged anymore because it's legal to do. You can do it now. So, I, you're, I feel like the extra tax that you pay on the marijuana from the government is your kind of, that's your, like, you're locking in the fact this is safe now. I don't right. I, I'll pay a little bit extra as long as it's not a crime. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you, you're not going to, if you get caught with it, they're going to be like, oh, okay, well, I guess get on home. They're not going to take it from you. They're not going to charge you with anything. You're not going to jail. It's It would be so much... I feel like it's just an easier system. Like, look at a place that already has it legalized, L.A. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they have an age requirement for it to be legal, which is 21, I think, right? Yep. Uh, 21. Which I think is reasonable, you know? Uh, it's completely reasonable. I feel like the only people that are against the legalization of weed are like just the elderly and the hard right is is the elderly and the far right are really against like, the legalization right. of pot. But the issue with that the issue with that is is like I said you can make so much you can make like the government could make so much more money off off of taxing like you cuz like so cigarettes and tobacco all tobacco products have something called an excise tax which means they're taxed more than like food. Right. And an excise tax is a, is a tax for something that you don't need. It's not a necessity, but it's something that you you want or are addicted to, like tobacco. 
So whenever you buy tobacco, it's taxed more. There's an excise tax on tobacco. You can mm-hmm. excise tax marijuana because people aren't, they don't, you don't need it, but people want it. So excise tax it and make more money off of it. Oh, I just don't. And, and, and another thing is like the oil that they have. Like if, if you dig deep on the internet, you can find documentaries where this oil, where kids have leukemia, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll take the THC oil, a little bit in the syringe, put it under their tongue every day. And of course, that kid's gonna get, that kid's gonna get high. That kid is gonna be floating in midair. <laughs> but the leukemia, they they stop the leukemia. Like it slowed down the leukemia cells so much to where they could actually see and like diagnose and treat her better because it slowed down her leukemia spread. It slowed down the, the cancerous cells so fast. And eventually, it stopped them completely. Like she was he she was cured. Like there there are a bunch of success rate stories like. In uh in in you in the in, in the UK in London, there's actually an underground trade for medicinal marijuana because it in London it's 100 percent illegal, not recreational, not medicinal. It's 100 percent illegal. Yep. So there's an underground trade where these kids, where these parents in the UK are, you know, meeting up with these shady people to get this THC oil to get this 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 medical grade cannabis to have their kids, you know, ingested and. It works. These kids are getting these these kids are getting healed. It really does work. Like, like it really is a med. Like it's a medicine. It really is. I don't understand why people like look at it in such a negative light. Like, to my knowledge, there are no deaths caused by marijuana. Zero overdoses. Zero deaths caused by THC. Whether it be overdose or otherwise, there are no deaths that have been caused by THC. And to my knowledge, it also doesn't speed up the process of dying. Nope. Uh, if, anything, if anything, like I said, it, it actually kind of slows down the process of dying. There's so many healing factors to it. Yeah. You have THC, which is the, you know, it's the, THC is the, that's the, <laughs> that's the chemical that gets you high. <laughs> THC is the chemical that gets you high. And then there's CBD, which is cannabidiol, and, or cannabidiol, I think that's how you say it. But there's CBD receptors that are naturally placed in your brain from birth. And when you smoke weed, the, the or, or even CBD, they will attach to those receptors and it will get rid of pain, anxiety, you know, stress, your stomach hurts, you know, smoke a little bit of pot. And and like, like I said, the CBD, if it's a high CBD strain, it will attach those receptors in your brain and it will make your problems kind of, you know what I mean? It makes right. you feel better, you know, like it gets rid of headaches and, and nausea and anxiety and stress. It really does. Right. It gets rid of a lot of that stuff. It's, it's, it really is a good medicinal thing. And uh, it just bothers me that we still look at this. We still look at this drug that has caused zero deaths, right? No, no deaths are related to marijuana in any way. But for some reason, the federal government still classifies it as a schedule one drug, which is what heroin is. Right, heroin and marijuana are both Schedule One drugs on the federal in the federal government's eyes, and that to me is like, wow, heroin has caused countless amounts of deaths every year from overdose, and marijuana has caused none. So why is marijuana still a Schedule One drug in the in the eyes of the you know federal government? Why why is that still a thing? Like this, it hasn't killed anyone, right. but it's a Schedule One drug. It's a it, it, you know what I mean? It's in the same category as narcotics and methamphetamines and heroin, but it hasn't done any it it didn't kill anyone you know what i mean those things kill thousands of people every year from overdoses and so you know i I just like i said i don't get why it doesn't really make much sense to me because the government can tax it it hasn't killed anyone and it actually has shown to have healing and you know medicinal benefits to it so we could the government could definitely you know profit off of this big pharma can profit off this right so 
and with all this being said it's not like meant for everybody not everybody's gonna like doing it like me i've experienced weed getting high off of it Mm -hmm. but i don't know that i don't think i'll ever go back to doing it again just because i don't think it's for me but with those that's the thing is like you have someone you in this in you know what i mean in this recording right now you have someone who doesn't use marijuana and you have someone who uses it regularly so it's like even you support it you know what i mean of course i support it because you know i don't want to go to jail i I don't want to go to i mean i you know what i mean but you support it you don't even use it you know what i mean so like if if someone who and, and that's the way most people who don't use it are they are in support of it most people i've talked to who are like don't smoke pot are in support of the you know the recreational legalization of marijuana now, of course, you're going to have to have laws with that, like driving laws. You're, you're still going to have DUIs, driving right. under the influences, and you're going to you're still going to have you know things like that. But if people will adhere to paying an extra excise tax on it to have that security that they're not going to get in trouble for having it because it's legal now. Mm-hmm. At the same time, they're also I don't think they're going to mind if they can't drive with it. So you know what I mean, like. Well, they can drive within the car. They just can't be under the influence of it. So, I mean, I don't think people are going to mind, you know, just getting high and sitting at home. You know what I mean? When you get home from work, you get high. When you, you know, when you don't have anything to do today, you get high. Right. You know what I mean? You don't have to leave your house. You can invite your friends over and all smoke because it's, it's legal. You know what I mean? You're not going to get caught. And even if you do, what are they going to do? Nothing. They're not going to do anything. They can't. You know what I mean? It's, it's legal. It's, it just doesn't, to me, it doesn't make a bunch of sense because, like I said, my main points are that it's it's medicinally beneficial it can be taxed with an excise tax which is more of a tax than a regular tax so it can be excised it it it, it's medicinally beneficial and it's literally like a plus for the government they're not doing it i don't get it i just don't understand it it hasn't killed anyone like no one it hasn't hurt anyone now i mean there are things where people will get green sick and i guess what green sickness is is when you smoke too much and you get too high and you know I've been green sick before. You curl up in a ball and you you know you feel like your heart's beating out of your chest, but at the end of the day, if you keep that statistic in mind where marijuana has killed zero people and it's been around for how long? You know, George Washington had it. You know what I mean? So it's been along that it's been around that long. There are no recorded deaths. If you get green sick, the only statistic that you have to keep in mind is that it's killed no one. So you're not gonna die. You're gonna wake up in the morning and you're gonna feel fine. Next time just be easy with the fucking marijuana there, bro. <laughs> Because you smoke too much and you got too high, and now you feel sick. So yes, there is too much. You can do too much, and it will make you feel sick. But you're not going to die. You will not die. Right. I feel like for me personally, my I my view might be a little different from others, just because I have experienced getting high from it. But I don't understand some people on like just because they don't support it or they don't like it they can't say okay yeah other people can use it yeah. i just won't right uh, you see yeah that's the thing like that well but, but you see the 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 uh, analogy you just used that whole oh other people do it but i don't like it so i'm not going to do it right right so that can be applied to pretty much everything like is subway illegal no i thought it but, was but do you but do you like Subway? Yeah. Do you know anyone who doesn't like Subway? Because I, I like Subway too. No. <laughs> I was trying to make an example. It's not really working. Um, so if we have someone who doesn't like Subway, right, but me and you do, right. they're just not going to eat there. 
Right. That's we did it. Can we legalize it now? That's it. Like I don't get it. Like if you don't like it, just don't do it. It's easy. Another topic, somewhat tying into this, is uh, prison reform. <laughs> make marijuana legal. That's it. That's how we. That's how we reform prison. You make marijuana legal, and then because like we're right now, like in the county that we're in, a lot of people are in jail for crack or pot, not crack. <clears throat> Well, maybe that too. But a lot of people are in jail for marijuana right now. Right. Because of like, you know, they got pulled over and they had less than an ounce of marijuana. They got a misdemeanor on their charge now. And now they have to go to this jail to get processed, right? Because it's a misdemeanor. So they go to this jail and we just filled another slot that we, we, you see what I'm saying? We just filled another slot in a jail that's already too, too full. Right. With someone who is not a murderer, not a rapist. Not a drunk driver, not someone who killed someone, not someone who stole something, but someone who had a petty amount of weed with them, and now you send them to jail. Right. That's stupid. That's dumb. Like, come on. Like, just don't, like, ugh. If you make marijuana legal and you release the people who are, you know what I mean? We would free up so much space in our jails for, A, a it's space in jail. A, you know, there's more slots to put people who actually do bad things, mm-hmm. and then you now have this thing where people are on the streets who probably thought they were going to spend the... You know what I mean? They were transporting, a, like, a high amount of marijuana, a felony charge of marijuana, which is more than an ounce in Georgia anyways. Or in where we are. Not in Georgia. In Atlanta, it's a misdemeanor. Right. So. Actually, I, that's something to talk about, too. In Fulton County and Savannah and Atlanta, like, around that area, they, they passed a bill where if you're carrying less than an ounce of marijuana, it's not a misdemeanor. It's a ticket. They take the weed and they give you a ticket. So that's a good... That's a step in the right direction because we're not taking these people who have 0.2 grams of marijuana in their car. We're not taking them to jail now. We're giving them right. a ticket. Like, it's a $30 ticket. They're like, here, give me the 0.2. They take it with them and then they throw it away. You know what I mean? So we're... That's a step in the right direction, but we're not doing that. Here, where we live, if you get caught with... So here, let me lay, let me lay down the, the marijuana laws for you. I've studied these. So the way it works is if you have more than an ounce of marijuana in your car you're going to jail it's a felony you're probably going to be in jail for a while if you're carrying less than an ounce of marijuana it's a misdemeanor you could probably get out easy from a misdemeanor you know what I mean especially if it's your like first charge or something yep. and then you have where things get kind of shady is concentrates and hash and stuff like that if you have if you have 0.5 a 0.5 grams of any solid t- concentrated THC which would be like hash or or wax or shatter, you know, stuff like that. That's a felony, automatic. If you have 0.5 grams or no, 0.5 or more grams of liquid state concentrated THC, that's a felony. So, um, that's how those work. Anything that's concentrated THC is a felony. Anything that's flower, like bud, like you know, plant. Right. That's probably a misdemeanor unless you're carrying more than an ounce then it's a felony and that's how those laws work here we still take people to jail over misdemeanor marijuana charges which i think is an issue because of prison reform you know what i mean we're filling our prisons with we're filling our prisons with petty pot charges you know what i mean we just got some pot in the car and now you're in jail you know what i mean meanwhile around the corner someone just got shot and so we're going to take, now we're going to take this petty pot guy and we're going to take the 
actual murderer and put them in jail together? Why? Why? Well, why are we doing that? Why would you do that? You know what I mean? Let the fucking pot guy go. Go get the murderer. Go. Go get the guy who raped the lady. You know what I mean? Don't. Right. It just doesn't make much very sense to me. For those who didn't get, or who don't really know what prison reform is, even after all that we said, uh, it's basically removing all the petty charges like carrying marijuana, marijuana, and uh, stealing. I mean, of course. With certain circumstances, you can still go to jail for it, but, it, like, make them a little more, like, a little less strict, you know? Right, like, see, that's what I'm saying, like, with the with what they did in Fulton County, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're carrying less than an ounce, it's a ticket. Like, right. that means if you're carrying, if you're carrying uh, 15.9 grams, right? Right. That's not an ounce. That's a ticket. It's going to be a high ticket because that's a lot of pot. But it's just you're not going to jail because it's only fifteen point nine grams. It's not sixteen grams, which is an ounce. You're not gonna go to jail for the ounce. Like I said, it's just a ticket, and it's so much easier because people are way more willing to. You know what I mean? We would have so much less. I feel like it would cut down on violence if we made it. You know what I mean? To where it was a ticket because I feel like people are more willing to pay a ticket rather than go to jail over two grams or point two grams of marijuana. Not even a gram of marijuana, and you you got to go to jail for that. Yeah, you're going to be mad. You know what I mean? You're going to be like, no, this is bullshit. You know what I mean? Anyone would be. So, well, I think it'll cut down on violence because people are going to be like, you know what I mean? They're going to take that ticket, give you that point two that they have. What are they going to do with that anyways? Eat it? What is that going to do for them? They can't smoke it. It's point two grams. What are they going to do? So they're going to give it to the cop willingly, take their ticket, and they're going to go back home and let right. out a, a sigh of relief and you know go to bed. Another thing about it is, like, some people kill people over getting weed. And if it's legalized, then I feel like it'll lessen the casualties. Yeah, and did, yeah. they can go to like their local golden pantry and be like, "Hey, can I get a joint? Yeah, or something. Yeah, or you know, their dispensary or you know, whatever have you. But that's that's the issue is if we make it if we make it legal and we open dispensaries around these places that are more populated, like here, because mm-hmm. um, I I know for a fact that if recreational marijuana was legal, we would have a dispensary downtown it would go up within a month of it becoming legal. I know it for a fact. This is, you know, you, you know where we are. It would There would be a, probably two, there would probably be two of them in Athens, or, yeah, whatever, fuck it. There'd be two of them in Athens, easy. There would be two dispensaries in Athens. It would be easy, you know what I mean? Right. There wouldn't be an issue. But, and that's the thing, that would shut down your local drug dealer who possibly not only deals marijuana, but also deals, like, crack cocaine and, you know, methamphetamines and ecstasy and stuff like that and that stuff where you get you get into that like that range and it's almost like yeah they're willing to die over that like if they don't get their money they're going to kill whoever got it from them you know what i mean right but that shuts them down it takes away one of their biggest markets because marijuana is huge like everyone like everyone does it like i don't understand like my old my dad's old boss that he used to work for huge not gonna you know what i mean not gonna say any names or anything but he owns a good portion of you know some of the living spaces in athens pretty sure he smoked it you know what i mean right lawyers do doctors do you know everyone you know what i mean there are people out there who do it there are a lot of people out there who are successful it's not just about you know what i mean because i feel like there's a 
poor people connotation connected to marijuana. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, only, you know, old, poor people do marijuana. That's not the case at all anymore. Everyone does it. <laughs> Everyone. So, I, I just don't, like, we could, like, the government can make so much money off of it. And I don't understand. And it would also solve a lot of prison reform. Now, don't get me wrong, you're going to have to do other things for prison reform. But legalizing marijuana for prison reform is a step in the right direction because... You're going to be able to focus... You know what I mean? Your police force isn't going to be focused on these petty, like, marijuana charges. They're just... They're going to be more or less focused on what should be focused on, like rapes and murders and, you know, assaults and batteries and, you know, manslaughters and things of that nature. We can focus more on that and leave the marijuana out of it. The harder drugs, like the actual Schedule One drugs, like cocaine and narcotics, we can focus on that instead of pot. You know what I mean? Because and, and in a lot of it, a lot of the times it doesn't make sense to me because the hard right is usually a Christian kind of agenda, like the hard right has like a Christian agenda, like super right. Southern Baptist type agenda, and I don't understand it because the only non-man-made Schedule One drug that's that exists is marijuana. It's not man-made. It was, it's a plant. It grows naturally. It was put here. You know what I mean? Right. That's a Southern Baptist. You know, I feel like that would be a Southern Baptist tradition is to. Maybe attack the stuff that's you got to mix rat poison and fucking cyanide with to make it, rather than something that comes out of the ground. Right. You know, what I mean? it, it grows naturally. Like I don't get it. It grows naturally. Like it was put here by God. God, the plants are made by Him, right? Right. He made that. You know what I mean? So like, I don't understand like why the I don't understand how the why the hard right has like a like a a, a bad thing with it because like. I guess they don't want people to get high, but at the same time, it's not, like I said, it's not man-made. It grows naturally. I mean, man can make it, but the first place it was found was in nature. It was, it grew from the ground. It was a plant. It's life. You know what I mean? So I, I guess that's another reason I have a hard time seeing why it's not legalized. And again, prison reform, that would be a really good step in the right direction of prison reform is to legalize it because you would free up so much space you would be able to you know the police like i said police force would be able to focus on much bigger fish than you know petty marijuana charges and i feel like there would be so like so many cases of just policemen being assholes yeah (laughs) but um to wrap this specific topic up basically prison reform we think it should happen it free up a lot of space in prison free up a lot of innocent people uh petty charges of like shoplifters being put in jail for, for like five years over stealing thirty dollars worth of things five years for thirty dollars <laughs> i don't know how much they get charged for or sentenced for but um I yeah, mean, but no, you're right though. It's theft. It is. It's it's you know theft is a is a that to me petty theft is another charge that you could probably you, you can't make petty theft legal. You just can't it's, right because people are just going to start stealing shit at that point. So you can't make it legal. What you can do is make it to where either there's less time served or you can make it to where if it's like their first offense, they have to do like like thirty hours of community service or something. You know Create I mean? a big enough fine for where they're like where, yeah, yeah, yeah fuck like, this. No, I'm not stealing that. I, uh-uh. <laughs> Yeah, this life yeah, isn't it, for me. Yeah, have it fined. Have it. You could have it to where people have to do community service. You could le- lessen their jail time, stuff like that. Petty theft is something that also could be taken a little more lightly because petty. Right. You're right. Shoplifting and petty theft is 
Yeah, people spend like years in jail for that kind of stuff. It, it, you know what I mean? Like that's that's an issue. You know what I mean? We got like I said, we have murderers out here, and then we have you know, oh, what are you in jail for? I fucking killed someone. Oh, what do you? Oh, what about you? I stole a slim jim. I yeah, I stole a slim jim <laughs> from Aldi, and now I'm in jail. So, <laughs> what do you see? What that where that's wrong? <laughs> I don't see like man, it just. To me, it almost feels like common sense. You know what I mean? It almost feels like it's common sense that you would right. not want a murderer and someone who stole a fucking chapstick next to each other in jail. Right. Now, don't get the idea that I'm condoning theft. Just understand that I feel like certain, like, petty theft shouldn't be under yeah, such, ne- like, yeah, strict yeah, don't, yeah, punishment. Don't think, yeah, don't think we're condoning it, because we're not. I've never stolen anything, like, in my life, I don't think. I mean, when I was four, I stole, like, a chapstick, but <laughs> that was at CVS. That's seven years, dude. <laughs> that was at CVS, and they let me have the chapstick when I walked out. The, the lady came over and shut it off, and I showed her the chapstick, and she was like, oh, you're good, don't worry about it. I was a cute baby, so they couldn't help me. <laughs> oh, but, okay. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> But yeah, I stole chapstick when I was four, but I don't think I ever stole anything else. I don't think I've stolen anything. Alright. If people misplace stuff at my house and it's there for more than three days, then it's mine now. It's that's not stealing, it's just mine. Unless you ask for it back, I'm gonna keep it. I thought it was legally like if somebody left something at your house for like three months, it was legally yours. Oh to take. I don't know. I have no idea. For me it's three days. Oh, okay. <laughs> Unless you ask for it back, I'm keeping it. But um uh, to move on from this subject because I think we talked about, like, weed for 20 minutes. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, <laughs> permanent tattoos. I know a lot of people look down on permanent tattoos. They don't really understand marking your body. And uh, I know some Christians believe that marking your body is letting the devil well, on you or right. something like now, that. Now, here's the issue with that marking your body in the Bible deal. Right. To me, that marking your body is not going to be, like tattoos it's gonna be like marking your body with like pentagrams or ram's heads and stuff like like right. demon like you know what i mean like demonic idolish I- imagery and symbolism getting marked on your body i think that's what it's talking about i think it's talking about like you know the mark of the beast like you know don't take exactly i that's, think that's what it's talking about i don't think it's talking about tattoos that's exactly what i think they're pulling from which again it doesn't make sense to me because i think it's definitely talking about like like demonic imagery and similar exactly. i don't think it's talking about tattoos you know what i mean because you can get a tattoo of a pokemon and bad example a lot of christians <laughs> think pokemon's demonic um you can get a tattoo of a, of a flower and think and you know what i mean that's not a that's not a demonic symbol or, or image it's just a right. flower so to me when it says don't mark your body when it says that in the bible i think it means what it means is don't like get devil like you know what i mean like satanic symbolism and stuff like that is probably not a good idea. Even in like, it's probably not a good idea, regardless of the Bible says it or not. Probably don't get satanic symbolism on your body. Just probably right. don't do it. <laughs> like I totally support permanent tattoos. Like as I was growing up, I never saw a problem with it. I never yeah. thought I would get one myself. But whenever people would tell me that they th- thought they were going to get one, I'd be like, Oh yeah, if it's something you want to do, go for it. You know, like it's your body. Uh, I've got three. So. Blaine's got three. You want to describe those? One is just a little rose. It's like a just this really simple rose. One is a cactus that's on fire from the rodeo era of Travis Scott. 
and one is the V-Lone symbol from ASAP Bari's clothing brand, V-Lone. And that's, those are the three tattoos they have. None of them are, you know, satanic imagery or symbolism. I don't know what the flaming cactus is. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> but, um... Wasn't Jesus a burning bush? <laughs> my girlfriend's actually got a tattoo, yeah, which yeah. is a, uh, memory of her sister. Uh-huh. Uh... I grow as I said growing up I never thought I would get a tattoo I never like imagined myself getting one but in current day I kind of like I kind of want one but I don't really know what I want to get it off so until I figure it out I think with permanent tattoos people are wanting to you know get more you know they're wanting to get more into this permanent tattoo thing um I wanted them like okay so since I was like I don't know, 10 years old, I had an image for what I wanted to look like when I was older. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and I told my mom like, about this. I was like, Mom, I want to have tattoos. And I want to grow my, I don't want to cut my hair or I want to grow my hair out. And she said, when you turn 18, you can stop getting haircuts. But until you're, until you're an adult, you're going to get haircuts when I tell you to get haircuts. And that's fine. And she, she held up her part of the deal. I turned 18 and the day I turned 18, I was like, I'm not getting any more haircuts. And you know, here we are. I'm not. I haven't gotten any. I haven't gotten any more haircuts. I. This is like three years of hair. I get my dead ends off sometimes. Right. So my hair is really long, and I also said I wanted to have tattoos. Now I don't have as many tattoos as I like because they're expensive. They're not fucking cheap, dude. <laughs> like the, this one was like 120. This one was 100. This one was 60. They're not cheap. You know what I mean? So like, and, right. and you know, living on your own, where you have to pay rent, it makes it harder. Now, like I said, this isn't something I need. I don't need to get tattoos. I'd like to get more. I'd even I'd even like to start like on a that back piece I was talking about. The funny Valentine's the scarred United you discard the flag. <laughs> the American flag. That's what it's called. Yes. The the scarified American flag. I'd even like to start that piece. But that's the thing with that piece is it's gonna take that piece is gonna take like probably a month, two months just to finish it. You know what I mean? It's gonna I can't just sit there and get a tattoo, but my pain threshold isn't that great. So right. I can't just sit there and let him finish it and then pay him in full. We're going to do it in sessions. But, I mean, no, I, I think, and a lot of people think that if the tattoo is permanent, it needs to have a meaning. Yeah, I totally don't agree with people who get tattoos of something that <laughs> they regret later because mm-hmm. they didn't really think it through and it was kind of like a spontaneous decision. Yeah. Oh, this is cool. Even though you really don't think it's cool, you just want something. Yeah. Uh, I feel like... Well, you see, the thing with that is, is like, people... Sometimes people get into emotional states where they will make sporadic decisions. Like when Bree... Uh, left me. I got a... Uh, this was like a... This was a sporadic decision. This right here was like, I woke up one day when I got paid, it was payday and I went to go get my check and I was, and I've been thinking about, I've, cause I've always wanted a rose tattoo. I just didn't know if I wanted it in color or in gray. When he right. finished it in gray, I was like, you know what? This actually kind of works, but it was, this was a sporadic decision. I went the day I got paid and I was like, just, can I just have a rose tattoo? You know what I mean? It was, spor- it was a sporadic decision. It really was, but I'm, I'm happy with this decision I made. You know what I mean? I don't regret this. I like this tattoo. I think it turned out really good. And you know, so that was a sporadic decision. A couple of my friends have sporadic decision tattoos. 
They went to Panama City Beach one time and got really drunk. They both have flamingos on their butt cheeks. So, I mean, it is what it is, you know? Like, I feel like uh, there's a lot of stories of people getting drunk and getting tattoos, and that's... I don't... That's a bad idea for two reasons, right? So, with tattoos, you're going to have a needle that's poking in and out of your skin really fast. Right. And it's gonna you're going to bleed. Now, if you are drunk, like heavily drunk, like if there's a lot of alcohol in your blood in your bloodstream, you're gonna bleed more, and not even not at, not even during, but after the tattoo is done, when he starts wiping it off, you're gonna bleed a lot because your blood's thinner when it is has a lot of alcohol in it. It right. makes your blood thinner, so you're gonna bleed a lot more. Also, you're not in the right mind state, you know what I mean, to to get a tattoo. Now, the chances of you remembering to get it, <laughs> or yeah, are pretty slow. The issue is, like, all of my tattoos were thought out, and I, you know, I got them all the way I wanted them, and I've been thinking about the ones that I want now for a long time. Like, that, the back piece, I've wanted that for a long time, and I still want it. I still want that tattoo. Right. That'll be my big, you know, I'll have a big back piece, and I've been thinking about doing, like, a whole, like, a whole actual chest piece. Like, I've been thinking about doing a whole chest thing, but I don't know what I'm going to do with that. I'm kind of waiting on that one. But this one, I do, I know what I want. And a lot of people say, you know, when you get older and wrinkly, are you not going to, you know what I mean? Is it not going to be, you know what I mean? They're like, yeah, oh, you're going to be, you know, you're going to make you less attractive. I hope by the time that I'm old and that wrinkly that I have someone who wants to be with me <laughs> <laughs> and has considered that I have multiple tattoos and that when I get wrinkled up, they won't look like this. <laughs> so I hope by the time that I'm really old and really wrinkly, it, it, it won't matter. Right. Because someone's going to love me, so shut up. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And, like, to me, it doesn't matter. Like I said, it just doesn't. Like, yeah, I'm going to get wrinkly. Yeah, my tattoos are going to fade, and they're going to look worse than they do now. But that's life. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got this, and I got it. You know, but I'll have this tattoo. It won't be wrinkly for another 60, 70 years. So pretty good off. Well... 50, 40, 50 years. It won't be wrinkly for another, like, 40 or 50 years. That's right. a long time. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. But yeah. I mean, even my grand, my granddad's 67 years old. He's got tattoos. He's not wrinkly. He's not a wrinkly guy. He just doesn't have wrinkles. So. Right. His tattoos still look normal. He's, like, 60, 68 years old. So. Permanent tattoos. Are good. They're fine. Are good. There's nothing wrong with them. Uh... Another topic we can talk about is how fucked our educational system is in the United States. <laughs> so, one thing I want to talk about is I had one uh, throughout all of my educational career, I had regular classes. There were no like. Uh, smart classes yeah so to say that i was in except in my freshman year i had a uh what do you call it man honors yes i had an honors world history class and i hated it ever like the rest of my years in uh like that was my first year that i had ever gotten offered to take an honors class or you know, we're, above. Really, we're really good foils to each other because <laughs> i love history and every year of high school i had an honors history class like i had honors econ 
honors world history, honors civics, and like that was the only higher class I took. Every every other class, normal. Right. Only the only classes I ever opted to take that weren't normal were honors history classes. I love social sciences, so yeah, we're we're good foils to each other, I guess, because I now, love those classes. Understand that like history was one of my favorite classes of I all time. Love, yes, yes, but. <clears throat> What I wanted to say about honors is, like, it feels like you're being punished for being smarter or more uh, gifted in that specific subject because of, like, every day you get, like, three assignments to have done by, like, within a seven-day period. And as a high schooler, like... How old are you in freshman year? Like sixteen? Uh, I think I was fifteen, but I was younger. Fifteen. Than, I was younger than everyone else in my grade. So, so was fifteen, I. sixteen, I think. So I think I was fifteen in freshman year, and as a fifteen-year-old, that's pretty stressful. But uh, what do you think about honors classes? And I think the I, to me the honors classes aren't like a huge deal. To me, it's like those AP classes where people really get stressed out. Like, when you take AP, like, AP Lang, I heard a lot of people complain a lot about AP Lang because they were so stressed out from that class. You know what I mean? Right. Like, a lot of people did not like that because of just how much work it was. Like, people were opting out to do it because they were scared of the stress. You know what I mean? It it, it is stressful. And I think, I mean, not only with those honors and AP classes is the only thing to talk about with how the fucking education system's... Shit. How the education system is fucked. It is. It, it's completely and totally fucked. Like, you've got, you've got people who, first of all, we're going to, like, dress codes. What is that about? Why? Why do we got those? I feel like if we take away dress codes, right, and we let kids wear these pajama pants to school, which some of them did it anyways. But the issue is, is it was against the rules, right? right? So, you know how we have those memes about the girls who wore the Cookie Monster pajamas and smoked cigarettes by the gym when they were in high school? Yeah. Yeah, they're actual felons now. Like, they're actually going to jail and shit because it was against the rules for them to wear Cookie Monster pajamas at school. If we would have just let them do it, I'm sure things would have turned out better. Maybe not. Actually, you know, more, more I think about this, <laughs> more I'm not making any sense myself. Never mind. Maybe they would have turned out the same, but also I think people would be more comfortable. You know what I mean? Comfort is a thing, and I feel like when you feel like you have to follow a dress code, you're not going to be as comfortable at school. I feel like if you're more comfortable, you're, you're more perceptive to learning. Right. But these people are less comfortable because, you know, they have this dress code. I feel like if you let people wear, like, a tank top and fucking shoes and uh, pajama bottoms to school and you just, you know, let them do their thing and you get them comfortable and... They're, 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 I feel like they're more perceptive of learning that way because they're more comfortable. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe like, I'm wrong, but... I heard a uh, one of my inspirations for podcasting is a podcast called Misfits. Don't know if you heard of them, but shout out to them. They're on Spotify and I think Apple Music and a lot of other mainstream podcasting... Yeah, probably. It's a pretty big podcast. Things. They're pretty good. I like, I like Misfits podcasts. For those who don't know who they are, uh, they're basically a group of good friends who uh, post videos on YouTube and stream on Twitch and other streaming services. Uh, They just do a lot of stupid shit together, and I feel like they're inspirational, 
just because of how funny they are and entertaining and they do what i want to do for a living yeah (laughs) like they they they're living a good life in my eyes but um basically what i want to say about what i heard from their podcast was fits uh and i think either jay or toby were talking about how they went to the same school in new zealand where it was like uh fits he actually dropped out of high school and then uh he his mom heard from a friend about this school that was run by a local like mom who was basically like a principal of her own school and uh what they did was he came in and the first two weeks of him coming in like she literally told him just chill out walk around meet new people make friends Mm -hmm. you're not going to do any work for the first two weeks get comfortable so uh that was like a because going from a school to a school there's going to be a culture shock there's going to be like this uh I don't know. Especially if you completely switch areas. Like, if you right. switch, like, if you were going to our high school and then you went to, like, a high school in Atlanta. Like, there would be a huge, you know what I mean? There would be a huge difference. Right. And, uh, so, he said that that's what they did for, like, the, basically the beginning of his entrance there. And then all the classes and studying and stuff, each teacher would spend individual attention with each individual in the classroom it was a private school there wasn't very many kids there and it wasn't advertised it was really just a local school that the only attendants there were people locally yeah (laughs) so um it was a charter school only people who lived in the county type deal could go there right and all of its funds came strictly from the people who paid for their kids to be there um and they said that like all the kids had like this playtime, and each individual age group had different sets of like attention and things that they did to uh adjust with each different age group learn better and like as they were describing this i was like man i wish i had something like that but you know and then he said he described that one of the best things about the school (laughs) was they had this room for like the smaller kids they was just filled with old cushions and things that like they could jump on and they could uh make forts with and he described like uh some days he would just walk through this room and the eight-year-olds would have built this three-story fort and oh <laughs> it was just pretty amazing because you know they're eight years old and they're making something pretty complex for their age and it's just kind of like an educational difference i feel like uh or I might be wrong. I don't. I might not know what I'm talking about. But well, that's the issue. Is when we delve into these topics, we're not exactly experts on it. We're just having to give our opinions on these topics. Now, 
like I said, a lot of the things in school, like that, I feel like, yeah, that would have been cool as shit. <laughs> but at the same, well, not at the same time, I guess, but um, you also have this issue with, like, kids aren't getting, I feel like when you're sent to, like, in-school suspension or alternative school, you're not getting, you know what I mean? You're not getting the education that everyone else is getting. That's not equal, you know what I mean? Like, when right. you get sent to ISS, you're pretty much, like, if the... So the way I, I did one day, I had one day ISS my 11th grade year, or my senior year, something like that. I had a day of ISS. Right. So I went to ISS, and um, it, I, the teachers didn't give me any work. They didn't give me any paper to, to, to fill out. Because usually when you go to ISS, there's paperwork. It's just filling out papers. You know, no one's right. teaching you. You're in a cubicle. You're filling out papers. No one gave me any papers to fill out. So the ISS teacher told me to go to sleep. I just, it, it was the easiest day of school. I just slept, ate lunch, and slept some more. Like, that was ISS for me. And I was like, I'm not getting, sure. I mean, the more I thought about it later, I was like, I didn't get I didn't get taught anything that day. I didn't learn shit. <laughs> like, they didn't teach me jack. You know what I mean? And I was right. getting, and that's how we punish kids now, is by just not teaching them. We just don't teach them now. Right. Like, because even if I filled out those packets, no one taught me anything. I just filled out some packets. You know what I mean? So, like. They're not teaching you if you're an ISS. And I've never been to alternative school. I can't speak for it. I don't know what it's like. But ISS is that way. You can't... Like, they, they really... They literally... Legitimately... They don't teach you. They just give you a packet. And if the teacher doesn't give you a packet, you just sleep. So, they're not teaching you anything. And that's how they punish you. Is they're like, we're not going to teach you this. We're not going to give you the education. So, that's... Kind of feels like a cop-out. Kind of feels like a shitty thing to do to me. Right. And another thing that I forgot to mention about this same place that they described is... They, uh, Swagger Souls is, was born and raised in America, and, uh, he was, like, comparing the U.S. schools to the New Zealand school that they were talking about, and Fitz continued to say how, like, it blows his mind how the U.S. schools, you have to have, like, a hall pass to leave the schoolroom, and you have to ask permission to use the bathroom, because at their school, like, you just you walked just out of the classroom yeah, you and go. you just went to the bathroom and then like you didn't need a hall pass and whenever lunchtime came around you could either eat on campus or you could, you could go. Cl- yeah. go to the front office clock out and go three blocks down to the local mcdonald's okay. they trusted you with that yeah. now and i will say that madison county did that one time for seniors they had off-campus lunch where seniors could leave during lunchtime, during their lunch period, and go get lunch and come back. Right. They only did that once out of the year, though. And, uh, I mean, there were, I mean, I'm not going to talk about just the bad stuff, because there was some good stuff. My my freshman year, we still were able to exempt finals. So, like, I exempted, like, three of my finals, and I, I still came to school that day, but I didn't do the first attendance. So I wasn't there for the first half of the day because I didn't have to be there for the first half of the day. Right. I didn't. The all first three periods, I, I exempted my final. I had, my grade was high enough, so I exempted the final. Didn't have to take it. So like, I went to school, and then I went to Hardee's, and I came back from school and sat on the soccer field with a group of friends, that, and we just like played soccer and ate food, and then I came back and took my finals and I left. You know, so and I didn't get in trouble for that either. You know what I mean? So it was cool when you could exempt finals you can't exempt finals anymore you have to take them now but you you used to be able to exempt the finals which was just (laughs) god i wish they still did that no i don't i don't care actually i graduated (laughs) 
Fuck them kids. I don't, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> I graduated. I made it past my time. So, I mean, it is what it is. But, yeah, you used to be able to exempt finals. And that was cool. We had some cool stuff. We had the, what do they, what do they call it? Y-Trap or whatever? Yeah. We had, yeah, we had Y-Trap. Which that was like just, they rewarded attendance. Yeah, I think. Yeah, though, right? trap was yeah, Y trap was attendance reward where like uh that was only for middle school, right? Middle schoolers yep. only had Y trap, right? Yeah. In middle school we had something called Y trap, which I don't know if you figured it out yet, but that's just party spelled backwards. Yeah. So we had Y trap and um we uh you know, they would order, like, water slides and bouncy houses and free food and karaoke and stuff, and it was cool. You know, and then you get to high school, and you don't have a white trap anymore. You just got field day. And yep. field day was what was – oh, no, we had yearbook signing day, and we had field day. And field day was uh, stupid. Might as well <laughs> not go to school that day. You're just going to sit in the – it's in the – you know what I mean? It's, it's in right. the spring. You're just going to sit on a hot field. That's it. Like, don't come. And then yearbook signing day – Everyone had yearbook signing day, right? And the thing about yearbook signing day is for seniors, it was mandatory for you to show up. Which, <laughs> because, like, the thing about U.S. schools, I don't know about anywhere else, but the thing about U.S. schools, or at least where we attended, if you didn't show up for yearbook signing day, then you couldn't walk for graduation. Yeah, you couldn't walk. It you was had, one of the most to, shitty things. You had to show up, and you had to sit in the 90-degree sun for the whole school day. <laughs> Why did you make me do that? <laughs> like, we were allowed to bring canopies and stuff, but shit, that only helps so much when it's 97 degrees outside. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm going to sit under this canopy, and that'll be, it'll be perfect out here. No, it won't. <laughs> it's still going to be hot. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, and seniors had to attend. I was so pissed at that. Because we didn't have to attend field day. We had to attend yearbook signing day. Because on field day, I went home early. Because for, for seniors, uh, my year, it was field day. was the, the morning of field day, you had to do graduation practice in the gym. So we did okay. graduation practice, and field day was directly afterwards. And I looked, and by, um, at the time, my neighbor went to school with me. So I looked at my neighbor, and I was like, are you leaving? She was like, yeah, I'm leaving. I was like, I'm going to come with you. You just dropped me off at my house. And she was like, okay, cool. And I left that day. I was like, no, I'm not going. So, no. I didn't go to field day. But I had to go to yearbook <laughs> signing day. I was like, I couldn't walk. So, I went to yearbook signing day and sat in the heat for four hours doing nothing but nothing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the whole place is surrounded by, you know, faculty. So, you can't get away with anything. You're just sitting there. You know, it's boring. It's stupid. All right, well, to wrap things up, thank you guys for listening to the One Awkward Podcast. Give your shout-out again. <sighs> My podcast is on all streaming services, including Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play Music. You can find it at The Controversy Podcast on Google Play, Apple, Apple Music, and Spotify now. The Controversy Podcast. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Give shout-outs to me. To Mr. Blaine Dorsey, Controversy Podcast. And thanks, bye.